So South Africa lives in a constitutional democracy. And what this means is that essentially we are a democracy. So we have elected officials. They are elected into power to represent us and to run our country. We are a democracy. And that particular democracy is based on a constitution. Right? We have the, the South African constitution, right? the 1996 constitution. And so because of the fact that we are a democracy that operates on the basis of a constitution, we are referred to as a constitutional democracy. And of course, we became a constitutional democracy on the 27th of April 1994, which is an extremely symbolic day in the history of South Africa, because that was the day of the first democratic elections. And that was the day upon which our interim constitution took effect. And on that basis, when the 27th of April 1994 kicked in, South Africa became a constitutional democracy. Now, the constitution is so important because the constitution, in essence, lays an entire blueprint for how it is that our country needs to be governed. It establishes the framework, the parameters within which government is supposed to operate. It establishes the three branches of government, the executive, the judiciary, the legislator. It explains how these different branches of government must interact with each other, how the executive must abide by the orders of the, of the court, right? Because the executive must respect the judiciary. It also regulates the manner in which government must interact with the citizens, right? So you will see specifically um, in the Bill of Rights is a clause that refers to a, uh, refers to one's right to just administrative action. And what that means is that when you interact with the state, the state must interact with you in a manner that is fair, in a manner that is not arbitrary. It shouldn't be a random exercise of power and it shouldn't be an abuse of power, right? So the constitution itself places those obligations and, and, and uh, t tells government how it is that it should interact with you as a citizen, right? What its responsibilities are in that regard. And it also tells citizens how they are required to interact with each other. Because remember, we have a Bill of Rights and in our Bill of Rights, I am bound to respect your right to human dignity and you are bound to respect my right to human dignity. So not only is the state bound to respect our right to human dignity, but we are, as citizens are bound to respect each other's rights to dignity, right? So you will see in our constitution, it establishes these branches of government. It basically explains and sets out how these different branches are supposed to interact with each other. It explains how the state is supposed to interact with us as citizens, not to be abusive in their power, to be fair in the exercise of power and then it regulates how we as citizens ought to interact with each other right so in this sense it sets out the entire framework of our uh, constitutional democracy so if you're all excited as a law student and you grab your constitution and you want to see what this uh, important document which is the supreme law of the land is about you will open up your constitution in the first page when you open up your constitution you will see the preamble and the preamble is, in, is essentially a declaration uh, which explains what the what the whole purpose uh, and premise behind the constitution is and you will see that in our constitution we speak about the fact in our preamble of how we as, as south africans we appreciate that we come from this past where there has been these historical injustices when there were these 
um, atrocities committed uh, against black people and that we we basically honor the memories of all of those people who have died in the name of freedom to achieve our our constitutional democracy and we we undertake we uh, basically accept the shared undertaking to move forward from that past of oppression and from that tyrannical and racist past towards a future in which all South Africans can enjoy a life of a quality life, a life of dignity, a life in which they don't have to live an existence where they are, for instance, living in shacks, right? They were able to enjoy a quality life. And so that's what our preamble of our constitution states. But the important thing to remember, and we spoke about legal interpretation and the laws of interpretation, the preamble of any statute of any legislation is not binding. So our constitution, you cannot point towards the preamble if you're going to stand up in court and you want to make an argument that the constitution has been violated, that the particular binding obligations of the constitution have been violated. You cannot point to the preamble and say, this is what's been violated because the preamble does not bind the state. The preamble does not bind everyone. However, the preamble does have value and it is important in the sense that the preamble can guide the interpretation of the constitution. So when the when a court is faced with having to make sense of the constitution, having to understand the provisions of the constitution, and the court is a bit confused or uncertain as to which path to take in establishing the meaning of particular provisions, the court can say, wait a minute, let me maybe turn to the preamble in the beginning of the constitution and see what the preamble says, and maybe the preamble can help me make sense of this particular provision in the constitution. So the preamble is beneficial to the extent that, assist, that it assists with the interpretation of the constitution.